Hello, and welcome to Arcanum Obscura. I'm Nathaniel. I'm Chris. And welcome again. Yes, how are you doing? Ah, uh, shitty. Yes, I'm I know I know you've exhausted. had some issues with your jaw. Yeah. Jaw, jaw, house, car. Why are you exhausted? You haven't done anything. Stress. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. You still haven't done anything today. I went grocery shopping. Today? At like 7. Why? Because I was awake. <laughs> so I figured I might as well get it fucking done. <laughs> You're like, hmm, yes, 7 o'clock, the ripe time to yes. do grocery shopping. No, best time is 3 in the morning at Walmart to see all the weirdos. No, that's the worst time to go grocery shopping. So that's the best time is people seeing. Y- yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's also the best time if you want to get cocaine. Uh, or heroin. Never went hunting for cocaine or heroin. Yeah, well, 3 a.m. in a Walmart is the best time to do that. Oh, okay. You heard it here first. <laughs> I think that's only in Florida, though. You got to watch which like, vegetable they tape the drug to, then you just go buy that vegetable. Oh! That <laughs> uh, I didn't mean it. I just mean you could run into people who are willing to sell you those things. Oh. <laughs> uh, stealing but from a cartel might not be. secret way of... Uh, it. No, no, no. There's no secret way of doing it. It's just going, you want some crack? And they go, yeah, yeah, I would actually like some crack. And like, oh, Especially cool. in Florida. Especially in Florida. 90% of the people at Walmart at 3 in the morning are crack dealers. <laughs> <laughs> the others are crack buyers. So you know what I realized? Yep. When What's I was writing this one? No, you don't. You can't what? say yup. You don't know yet. <laughs> I can. I wrote up. be factually true, but yes. Go on. Because this is our Halloween special. Yes. I wrote up 2021 Halloween special. I'm like, holy shit, wait. We did one last... We've been doing this a year. Yeah. I didn't even realize this, that. We've been doing this for a year. I didn't, it was like two months before October was a year last year. What What episode are we on right now? 52. So I know like after... That's almost exactly the amount of weeks in a year. And then it was a couple... There was a couple of like Bonus weeks. episodes or short episodes. Yep. And then there was a couple... A couple missed weeks weeks we didn't do anything yeah but yeah it was like holy shit we've been doing it a year so uh, an entire year of making crap just crap making cringe of just for cringe podcast for the internet for the internet filling the internet with cringe <laughs> that's my job since 2021 since 2020 yes 2020 that's what i went to say then i look at the fucking number on the paper <laughs> since 2020 i just put that as our description cringe. for the podcast been making cringe since 2020 <laughs> yes yeah i'm up for that <laughs> uh horror cringe not even horror cringe just like true crime slash horror paranormal slash, slash paranormal wow well, i put horror in there but yeah paranormal everything whatever fucking yeah. interesting cringe since 2020 that would be You're an interesting welcome. podcast just find the cringiest stories you can go well over. i kind of did that today yeah uh do you want so do you want to talk about what we decided to do for our 2021 Halloween special? Uh, blatant theft. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes, yeah. You're not entirely wrong. It's That's exactly what we did. <laughs> we decided to do uh, creepypasta stories. Yep. So, I... Because nothing scares me more than a terribly written story. Oh, I don't know. Some of these are amazingly <laughs> written. Mine didn't have, like, authors. So Really? Mine did. I have that one down. I'm gonna double check, but okay. Um, I got the page I'm, I'm joking, still. of course. The, a lot of um, creepy posters are actually really well written. Yeah, um, but there are definitely some that are more angsty. 
and I had to fucking go to the web archive <laughs> to find this page again because <laughs> it no longer exists for the ones I got. That's how good it is. Let me see if it's it self-deleting. Author. After a long period of time, it just goes, you no. know what? I'm done. No author. Hmm. I know they're all written by someone different, but the actual page doesn't have the authors. Interesting. So um, if it's your story, you know, credit goes to you. I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> credit goes to you. Whoever wrote this, it's yours. Have it. Um, I know you have a few yes, I got shorter three, ones. Three shorter and then ones. I have one that's um, fairly long. It's like a novella. It's not quite a novel. It's 11 pages. Yeah. It's fine. Fairly long. It's not that long. So we'll do mine, then we'll take a break. And we can do that's, your, that's your way station of getting off of this cringe train. Yes. Well, normally we always fucking forget when to take a break. That's true. <laughs> that so... is true. That's a very good point. Why is it... Oh, that's the wrong button. Um, but we'll do your short stories, and then we'll take a break, and then we'll do my very not short story. Yes. Sounds good. Unless you have something you want to discuss. No, I'm tired. No, you're tired. Can't think. Can't formulate. He's yawning right now. <laughs> I just woke up too. I'm ready for another nap. <laughs> Getting old. I'm up for more was, naps. One of my friends posted on a uh, Facebook. Like I never use it, but every now and then I get the notification. Someone mentioned you in a comment. No. So I went and looked at it, and my friend was like. This has been my best, best friend for 25 years. Here's to another 25. I'm like, wow, you're pretty positive to think I'm going to make it another 25. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm sure you'll make it. It'll be all right. Yeah, in a wheelchair. In a wheelchair. Tubes everywhere. Forgetting who you are. Yep. That won't be so bad. <laughs> I am the center of the universe. That's why I just chew on aluminum foil on my days off so I can get Alzheimer's earlier. Oh, no. Uh, I should delete my Facebook, but the reason why I haven't is because I'm using it as evidence to blackmail people. <laughs> There's friends old, yes. Saying stupid shit. Yes. You know yes. I love the fact that people post shit on Facebook and then like a year later they change their stance on something. Yes. And they vehemently argue, argue for their new stance. It's like, but wait a second. People can change their points. Well, no, I saw this one girl. I think she it's a good thing to change your point. Bad-mouthing. And telling people how stupid they were for thinking masks work. And then within a month, she's like, I always wear my mask when oh. I go anywhere. Yeah, that is a bit weird. <laughs> Wait a second. Huh. Yeah. No, but there's one very specific person that I'm keeping my Facebook for. Uh, because um, I had, this is years and years ago. I think it was like 2016, 2014 uh, when, I ha when I was talking to this person. And Nate messaged me and go, Nate, I just illegally downloaded music. Am I okay? Am I going to go to jail? Am, like, is this illegal? I'm like, it is illegal, yes. You Will you go, go to, to jail? jail? No, not really. Nah, I would have totally fucked with him. Uh, I, I don't remember what I well, said. Well, you know, like, most likely you would get away with it, but if I report you, I get $10,000. <laughs> so... I, I remember dude telling them, like, it was like, ah, the most who get away with is a fine. And they're like, oh, I'm a high schooler. I can't pay that. I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. And, like, she went crazy. 
it was funny. That reminds me of um, doing something. That person say. now goes to a very well-to-do law school <laughs> and is becoming a lawyer. She got scared straight from <laughs> downloading one song. It, it was, I'm like, oh my God, this is the best thing. That Look at how me, stupid you are. They remind me of a story that I do actually have something else along the same lines. Because usually you get like the warnings and stuff. Mm-hmm. So first I had a friend message me. This was fucking years ago back when AIM was a thing. And they messaged me. They. Uh, what do you mean? You don't use AIM to this day? It doesn't exist anymore. They Power. finally shut it down. <laughs> I think it was 2018 that they shut it down. Yeah. But uh, he messaged me saying about how um, he had taken some acid <laughs> and he was having a really bad trip and he was feeling like he couldn't breathe and he was struggling to breathe. I'm like, dude, you are. <laughs> That's fucked up. Why did you do <laughs> that? Dude, your breathing is slowing down. It was really bad acid. You're you're gonna asphyxiate. You're fucking you're dick. <laughs> All I got was fuck you, and he just signed <laughs> off. And the next day, he's like, I can't believe you fucking did that to me. I'm like, well, don't leave an opening like that. Hey man, if you didn't want to start asphyxiating <laughs> while on acid, you shouldn't have talked to me. That's your then, own uh, damn fault. I also got DMCA from Disney. I saw that. <laughs> I saw that. I fucking love that you got DMCA'd by Disney. Twice. Twice? Yes. What do you mean twice? Two different sites. Oh my. I posted t-shirt designs on Redbubble and on TeePublic, and I got DMCA'd on both of them. Yep. And you saw my design. It is a unique design Mm -hmm. on a play on Deadpool and Final Fantasy. And I got DMCA'd, but if you go to Redbubble and you look up Deadpool, you can find people blatantly just copy and pasted his design. Well, you made that design as well. Yes. You drew it. Yes. Other people are just uh, like, oh, one, cool. One person's literally selling the movie poster from Deadpool 2 printed onto an acrylic block. Yeah, that's weird. Another person took the Deadpool logo, the one from his belt, yep, and just slapped it on a mask and is selling it. But they're okay. They that's can blatantly fucking... steal and sell it, and they're fine. But if you make a unique you design that plays on the you idea. You can't use your imagination. How fucking <laughs> dare you? So I told my friend, you know that saying, like, snitches get stitches? Yeah. I said, I got to not tag it as Deadpool when I post it. Oh. And I said, tags get flags, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> tags get flags. That's I... what happens. If you tag Deadpool, they're going to flag it. Yeah. So I'm not going to tag it. I'm going to wait a few weeks. I'm going to repost it. I'm not going to tag it. You're going to repost it and not say what it is. You're <laughs> like, it's a thing. It's like, uh, so you can buy a suppressor for your weapon, but you need to have to go through like all these processes to do it so you can't really buy it online you have to get like a background track this whole thing people were selling suppressors on amazon but like calling them something else yes they were calling them like lawnmower parts and stuff like that <laughs> it's the funniest shit ever i was like hold on a second that's a suppressor why is yeah, this on amazon i've seen weird shit sold under different names yeah so it, that's what it reminds me of we start okay. you, so you got it? yes so creepy pastas is what we're doing today. The Disney SWAT squad doesn't come kicking on my door. Have we covered anything Disney related? They wear like think. bulletproof Mickey Mouse masks and <laughs> they're fucking their they Kevlar little, helmets. They kick have your like door little down. Little... They do that little Mickey Mouse laugh and they just start fucking shooting. <laughs> they don't even question. It's <laughs> the way Disney is. Yeah. I'm okay. to, I don't think we have covered anything for Disney. Most There's creepy pasta in Disney we could have found. 
I'm sure. I'm sure there's been some. But like, we're probably gonna get sued for horse. saying Disney. In the yeah. First place. The fact that we said Disney already. Nico needs to be like we can't talk about Bilbo Baggins and his. Uh, yeah, yeah, his science team. His uh, uh, paranormal patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I actually saw a clip of him today. Did you? There was some guy has like talking about how he was in his house and something was mimicking his voice, calling him by with his own voice from a different room. Hmm. And then he kind of freaked out and shut himself in like the bathroom, and something started banging and clawing at the door. And then when he opened the door, there was nothing there. I'm like, okay, so you record your voice, you put it on a Bluetooth speaker in another room, you have a friend beside the door, you shut the door, they bang on it and scratch it. When you open the door, they just pull their hands back. Yep. I'm like, that's so easy to fucking fake. But then they show a clip of him talking about how, it's like, well, you know, it's weird when something mimics your voice, and the only time my voice has been mimicked was demons. Okay, of the, course. It's always you have the worst. The only time uh, anything has ever mimicked you is demons. Yes, that's exactly what he said. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, yeah, I know. You always have it the worst, and blah, blah, blah. Damn demons. It was smog. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, so, what do you have for us okay. today? I'm doing the Holder series. So I got three of the Holder stories. Like, sorry, never mind. I was going to make a joke about the name Holder. Oh, I'm, my head's dizzy. Are you okay? As opposed to other parts of your body that get dizzy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I put that shit in my ears. My dick's dizzy. It, like the coldness. It can't, can't really offset like. your equilibrium. It's not walking in a straight line. Yeah. He usually hangs to the right. He's hanging to the left. He's yeah. like drunk. He's a little drunk. Okay, so the Holder series is kind of like SCP type stuff, but I like prefer this series. Yes. You're so, wrong, but yes. What do you mean I'm wrong? SCP is much better. No. You don't even know these ones. Yeah. Shut you showed me a few mouth. of them. <laughs> You literally put it on. I like them better. The TV for like. It's called a personal opinion and preference. It can't be wrong. <coughs> Someone told me the other day my personal rules are stupid and wrong for about conversations. Really? Interesting. Yes. She probably will hear this too. Oh. She listens to the podcast. That's slightly problematic. I said I have rules of conversation, like talking. She said, "Well, what are your rules?" And I said, "Well, one, I usually don't talk to people first, unless it's someone I know a good. You know? <laughs> someone like, I know a good. A good." <laughs> Like, like you know, you know my friends in New York that I've known forever. Yep. You Other message people. me first all the time, yeah. and then I refuse to respond. Yeah. And yeah. you call me out, and then I go, oh, well, I'm I sorry, like, I'm busy. What did I say? That I asked if you got laid this time because you were, like, actually replying to yes. for once. Yeah. Like, actively. We were having a full-blown conversation. And then we Kinda. had that full-blown, like, game of game who can of say, who can say the, the, Any word with the L-Y ending. Yep. For like a solid 20 minutes. And then every time that we were ending it, we'd throw in another one. Yep. <clears throat> I was like, fuck, I can't even complete. So this like people I'm talking to that I haven't talked to really before, I usually don't initiate uh -huh. conversations. Then I said, my other rule is if I say a few things, I stop and wait for them to reply back. Right. You don't want to keep going. And they were saying how that's stupid. I'm like, no, that's a conversation. No, that is a conversation. <laughs> I'm seeing if you're engaged. Otherwise, I'm it just talking a conversation. at you. Well, that's stupid. This is texting. I'm like, yes. Hello. Welcome to 2021. Texting is conversing these days. <laughs> that's stupid. This is texting. Right. And I'm not going to just constantly give you walls of text. Yes. If you're not actually paying attention. Especially when I'm saying something that 
expects a reply. <laughs> like a question. When somebody asks me a question, I respond. I respond to the question and then ask a question to well, clarify. Well, because they came back like, and they don't respond to me. That drives me crazy. They came back like three hours later and like you're quiet. I'm like, because I said the last thing. <laughs> <laughs> you're quiet. I have nothing to add. I was <laughs> waiting for your response. Yeah, I'm like I, I, you know, the last part of the conversation was me. <laughs> okay, so the Holder series. It's all about a series of objects that aren't supposed to come together. I really don't know how to explain it. It's like special objects. Exodia from Yu-Gi-Oh. I don't know what that is. Oh well, in in Yu-Gi-Oh, there's a very strong. I was like already in my partying years when Yu-Gi-Oh was a thing. I've never been in those. Um... <laughs> I'm still in my Yu-Gi-Oh years. <laughs> Please, it's magic now. Uh, magic, it... magic is good. Wait, <clears throat> do you actually play magic? Now? No. Because oh. I have decks. <laughs> of course you do. Hey, magic is good. Of course you do. Anyways, you, you, you have to put out five cards to make one character. Exodia, and he's like... Oh, I, I, okay, I know who that is. I've yeah. seen it. Um, they should never come together. My ex's brother used to play. And I played with him a couple times, and he was showing me how. And... Mm, I see. Okay, so I have th the holders. There's a, I think it's like... See, 538 objects. There's actually supposed to be 2,538. 2,000 are missing. Um, there's actually a story for each of the 538. Then there's the Legion series, which goes into the other. 2,000. Yeah. So I have three of the item stories, basically. They're kind of short. Some are long, but I didn't grab any of the long ones. Okay. Okay, so the first one is the holder of the end. Now, something you're going to notice is everyone starts out the same and ends the same. Go on. If you read them. I didn't read them, but we literally put on a video um, playlist. Yeah, I showed you some. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. Yeah, so you saw that they start the same thing. Yes, okay. yes. It's going to sound weird because, like, I've heard someone else cover this on a podcast, like a couple of them. Right. And he has, like, a creepy voice, and he reads oh. it all serious, <clears throat> and I'm not going to sound anything like that. <clears throat> I'm just going to read it. Hello, folks, and today we'll be covering... He, I, you know what? I'm screw it. I think it's called... Uh, Creepy Pod. Oh, okay. He's got a really cool podcast. It's we all do, creepy we do talk about other podcasters. Yeah. I don't know why you didn't want to talk about it for a second. I wasn't actually, it just popped in my head what his name was. Oh, okay. Yeah, he does, uh, and then he does like a Halloween, throughout October he does a Halloween special. I've been listening to a lot of SCP archives. That's actually where I heard this was podcast. this Halloween special from like three years ago. Oh, interesting. And now we're blatantly taking and stealing other people's stuff well i think i have different ones than he used no i know because <laughs> <laughs> he did like a whole there was like can a, you do a more somber and creepy voice while reading this no i don't have different voices you don't even want to try to like kind of get real low and just go hello and you're just welcome. trying to get turned on knock it off i'm not trying to get turned <laughs> on i am turned on okay so the first one is the holder of the end in any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house if you can get yourself. Wow, I think. Best typos are in this. It starts off the same and ends the same, but yet I somehow fucked it up. Did they put, like, look. They put They? In, whoever wrote it put in. A half. Uh, that doesn't need to be house. In you can get yourself. Yeah, you don't into. need the in. Okay, so in any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, ask to visit someone who calls himself the holder of the end. Should a look of childlike fear come over the worker's face, you will then be taken to a cell in the building 
It will be in a deep hidden section of the building. All you will hear is the sound of someone talking to themselves, echoing in the halls. It is in a language that you will not understand, but your very soul will feel unspeakable fear. Should the talking stop at any time, stop and quickly say aloud, I'm just passing through, I wish to talk. If you still hear silence, flee. Leave, do not stop for anything, do not go home, do not stay at an inn, just keep moving and sleep where your body drops. You will know in the morning if you've escaped. If the voice in the hall comes back after you utter those words, continue on. Upon reaching the cell, all you will see is a windowless room with a person in the corner, speaking an unknown language and cradling something. The person will only respond to one question, what happens when they all come together? The person will then stare into your eyes and answer your question in horrifying detail. Many go mad in that very cell. Some disappear soon after the meeting and a few end their lives. But most do the worst thing and look upon the object in the person's hands. You will want to as well, but be warned that if you do, your death will be one of cruelty and unrelenting horror. Your death will be in that room by that person's hands. The object is one of 538. They must never come together. It is weird reading someone else's writing. Because <laughs> uh, usually I write, you know, <clears throat> I'm reading my own writing, so it's easier to know where I'm going. So right. I'm like trying to... So it's more like... Uh, even though like I read the stories, remembering. I sound like Nate. <laughs> wow. And it's my own handwriting, too. Well, not handwriting, but it's my own writing, too. Okay, so the next one is The Holder of the Beginning. So this is the... the okay. This is a big thing I don't like a lot about the, the holding one. Hmm. What is the item? They don't tell you in that one. Some they, of them they tell you. I, some of them they do yeah. tell you. But a lot of the SCP type stuff I like is they give you a description of what everything is and what it does. And There are times where they won't because it's specific. Well, this one, it's funny because like they can never come together, but you, you can't get this one. Yeah. Because if you even look at it, you die. Yeah. To the person who's holding it. It says if you look at the object, you die. Yeah. Well, yeah. they say the person... Who's holding it is the one who kills you. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. ah, yes, I see. What is it? Ah, fuck, who knows? Yeah. They can't come together. What does it do? It's a penis. Blackened. He's just wanking like crazy, and that's what the. It wasn't like an unknown language you heard, it was grunting and moaning. <laughs> an unknown language. And sheer pain because he's chafed because he can't stop. Oh, no lube. <laughs> okay, the holder of the beginning. In any city, in any country. <laughs> I told you they start the same. Go no. to any mental institution. You went from the end to the beginning. Well, that's how they are. Number one is the holder of the end, and number two is the holder of the beginning. Oh, weird. So in any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. Page flip. When you reach the front desk, ask the clerk for permission to visit someone who calls herself the holder of the beginning. A small smile will work its way over their mouth, almost as if to say, you fool. You will then be taken down a long hallway, long enough that you would expect it to lead outside of the building, yet in clear violation of the laws of space and physics, it instead leads deep into the heart of the institution. The hall will be forever silent. Even if you try to make a noise, or even if you try to make noise, sorry. Screams will die before leaving your mouth, and footsteps will be muffled. In lieu of speech, your guide will simply point to a door. Beyond it lies a cozy room filled with pleasant yet unidentifiable perfume. At the room's center, a beautiful woman holds her empty arms as if cradling something. This room will remain just as silent as the hallway that led to it until you ask a singular question. 
Why were they separated? The woman will then explain in excruciating deal, detail every horrific event in history, every beating, every war, every rape, every killing. No travesty in the history of the universe will escape your ears. When she finishes, all will fall silent, and you will be free to leave. It is up to you to do what you will with this information. The woman is object two of 538. It is up to you if they should be joined or not. Hmm. <clears throat> See, so that one talks about the object is. Like the lady who knows fucking every horrible thing that ever happened in existence. My favorite. I too wish to know all of existence horrors. Can you imagine <clears throat> that? Like, for one, if she's saying it, you'd be there for like a hundred years. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> she just goes, humanity. You're welcome. Goodbye. Yes. Go, ah, yes, I see. Ah, uh-huh. You're right. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. Okay, the last one I got is the holder of light. How can you hold light? Magic. Oh, I can okay. swing light. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking piece of shit. In any city, in any country, go to any mental institution or halfway house you can get yourself to. When you reach the front desk, close your eyes and ask to visit someone who calls himself the Holder of Light. You will be led to a single door leading to a long, winding hallway, and then told to open your eyes. Open the door. The hallway beyond it will be pitch black, but narrow enough for you to feel the walls with outstretched arms and guide yourself forward. If at any point during your trek down the hall it is suddenly bathed in light, shut your eyes immediately and quickly make your way back to the door you came in through. If your eyes stay open for more than a second, what you see will force you to instinctively tear them out. That sounds fun. I, yeah. If, on the other hand, the lights stay off long enough for you to investigate the entire corridor, you will reach another door. Look down. If you can see any light escaping from the crack beneath the door, flee immediately. For what you seek is not there. If no light escapes the next room, then carefully turn the doorknob and enter. The room beyond will be completely dark aside from a single dimly lit candle at its center. The faint light emits will reveal the outline of a cloaked motionless figure huddled over it. There is only one question that he will respond to. What can protect us from them? Say anything else and the man will tear out your eyes and force you to take his place under the cloak for the rest of eternity. Or until somebody else comes along and asks a stupid question. So I mean, you know, instead of going into witness protection, you just go and say the wrong thing and, hey, you're safe for all of eternity. <laughs> safe? I don't know if safe's the word I would use. If you ask the proper question, a piercing scream will ring out from the candle, and a series of lights will illuminate the room, revealing images of the most horrifying thoughts, fantasies, and memories experienced by sentient minds throughout history. Most people cannot handle this event, turning violently insane or perishing instantly at the sight of such horrors. If you should somehow manage to survive the ordeal, cloaked man will rise slowly and put his hands to your head, turning your gaze to meet his youthful face. Stare directly into his empty, gaping eye sockets. For if you look away from the terrible sight, you will be stranded in this room forever, forgotten by time itself. Do not turn to look as he opens your right hand and places a small, round object upon your palm. As that object touches your hand, you will find yourself able to ignore even the most fearsome agonies. Unless you are in the process of obtaining another object, for the pains you feel then are far beyond any worldly suffering. Know that even this newfound power will never help you cope with the horrifying images you have witnessed in that room. It will be burned into your memory for all eternity. 
The eye you hold in your hand is object 5 of 538. The awakening has begun. They must never be brought together. See? You get to see what another object is. A round thing. An eye. My says, favorite. The eye you hold in your hand. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The eye you hold in your... Oh my god, it's <laughs> the eye of the beholder. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them that's like... Uh, Very literal. No, I mean like... Let me see what they are. Uh-huh. Your tiredness is rubbing off on me. Oh, I was bringing up the page. I got No, I know. I got really tired just then when you were talking. That's how boring you are. I know. I try to be. Keeps people away. Not effectively. <laughs> Come on. Load. It takes twice as long to load. You got like all the holy ones with the end, the beginning, the etern or eternity, nothing, light, song, path, wealth, wisdom, ambition, life, catastrophe, darkness, adversary. You're not going to go. No. <laughs> I was about it. to say. <laughs> I'm not going through all of them. <laughs> I was about to say, Just you're not going to go like, through all 500 of them, are you? No. It's like everything. <clears throat> it's everything. There's more than 500 things in the world. Well, yeah. In the world, but not in the series. Okay, we are going to take a short break. We'll be back. Sometime. Maybe. Welcome back! That's it. <laughs> That's very abrupt. I know. You, you're just going to like, look at me funny. Oh, my God. We've actually been gone for a little while. We were got caught up in TikTok. We did get caught up in TikTok. And, and masturbation. Yeah, that too. Naps. So many socks. Fap and nap. So many socks. Just one. <laughs> just one. Um, I'm hoping I can get through this in a timely fashion. It is a lot. Yes, I think I'll be all right. Hopefully. We'll see. Uh, there are, <laughs> I will warn you, there's a lot of, like, uh, there's a lot of bullying and picking and murder in this story, so I'll just go ahead and preface it with that. Picking? Like, picking, like picking on people. Oh. Sorry. Sorry. Well, bullying. No. Bullying is the way to go. Bullying, you yeah. You ever watch the, the new It movie? How do you beat a demon? You bully it. That's how they beat Pennywise. <laughs> they just sit there insulting him and Say bullying him things till his people. ego shrinks enough where they can kill him. Me and my daughter, you know, I brought her to watch see that in theaters because she loves like horror and she really wanted to see that movie. We both get in the car and I'm like, so what did we learn from this movie? And we both said, bullying is the way to go. Bullying is the right thing to do. Destroy their ego, you destroy them. <laughs> I watched the new Dune. How is it? I like it. I, I was I thought I was gonna hate it. So here's the thing. But they did the thing I wanted them to do, which is really nice. Made a movie. No, they <laughs> made a good movie and they didn't try to rush through the whole story. Okay, so here's the thing though. So my friend back in my twenties loved Dune. He the never read the, the books. Bo oh the, the movie. Oh. In the 80s. Ew. So then he got it on DVD, he let me borrow it. I tried watching it two or three times, fell asleep every time. <laughs> and it even has one of my favorite actors in it, the guy from uh Twin Peaks. Yes. Yes. Uh, I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. So anyway, uh, recently, um, that other person mm -hmm. 
but from my vacation, I'm not yeah. gonna name yeah, 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 yeah. give credit for anything. No, no, no. I got, I got, I got who you meant. <laughs> she uh, told me to check out the books. Yes. So I got all the audio books. The hardest thing about reading Dune is reading Dune. Well, you know, it's interesting. It's pretty good. The new movie came out, so I was gonna try and watch the new movie. And you're the second person to tell me it's good. Yes, I. Hmm. I can't tell you from the point of view of never seeing well, uh, reading Dune, but from the reading from the point of view of actually, I've read Dune, and then watched it, so I knew they changed it up a little things, but it was actually really good. I liked it. They luckily did the thing I wanted them to do, which was so the problem I had with the original Dune movie was they tried no to put sandworm. Yeah, there's none. Or spice. Yeah, or spice. Uh, no, it was, they tried to put the whole book into one movie. It's really hard to do. Yeah. That book's not long, but like there's a lot in it. There's like five fucking books. No, I meant the first book. Okay. So they, so like they tried putting the whole first book. All of Lord of the Rings in one movie. Uh. Three, three hour movies. Yeah, but there was three books. I know, but still it's like if you took the whole series and tried crushing it, it wouldn't work. Which they try and do a lot and shit. Yeah, they tried doing it with the original. I thought they were going to try to do it with this one. I mean, the original Lord of the Rings, that was the Hobbit cartoon. Wasn't it? The Hobbit, yeah, yeah. Like Which was one book. Yeah. Um, I'm talking about the original Dune movie. They tried to fit everything in it. From the so first everything, book? Yes. Okay. They now tried fitting everything from now. the first book in the first movie. So it all is extremely rushed. There's a lot of little things you don't know about. And without reading the book, you don't really understand why certain things are happening. So they didn't do the whole book in the first movie? Nope. Movies. The so first movie isn't the first book. Now the problem is if the movie doesn't do good, you'll never see it. They've already been greenlit for the second movie. Yeah, but they've done that for other shit and it never came out. Yeah, but they've, I know they, so, they, it's doing very well. Like, uh, I'll, I'll, my, I'll have you know. Oh, like um, uh, uh, Battle Angel Lita. The movie, oh. I was worried about watching it. It was fucking phenomenal. Aren't they making a TV show? Well, no, but the thing is the movie itself. Yeah. Have, you, have you seen it? Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. And then you find out who the actual villain is, and you only see him for like 10 seconds, mm -hmm. and it's Edward Norton. Yeah. And it's like, I can't wait for the second movie. And Disney owns the rights to it, and people are like, it's, it's never going to get made. Yeah. It's been put way on the back burner. I, I, thought, I thought they were working on a TV series for that. I don't know. With the same, like, like a... Same actors, same everything, but just as a series instead of a movie. I didn't think I liked the movie, but it was good. It's really good. But when every trailer showed just mainly Alita, and I'm like, I don't want to watch a movie where everybody has fucking anime eyes and they're real people. It'd be weird. <laughs> um, but no, I, I I think they will make another. They have to. The way they ended it, they almost have to. Well, I guess Alita? they don't really. No, no. They, oh, Dune. Dune. Yeah. Well, that's the way they ended Alita. It's like just that's true. You just find out who the villain is and the movie ends. That is so true. I got something to say about books. Uh-oh. I'm trying to read one right now. We should burn them all. <laughs> oh, hot take. No, uh, hot take. Fahrenheit 451. Um, I finished, Nazi Germany. <laughs> I finished Twilight. Twilight. And I am mad. Why? That whole epic battle scene from the movie is not in the fucking books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, because I, I fucking love that fight, the battle scene that's in their heads. Yeah. And I'm like, this is one of the fucking coolest battle scenes I've ever seen. Like, you know how, I guess the best word to be subdued I am, and I'm like, I don't get excited super yeah. often. Yeah. I was literally sitting up yelling at my TV during that fight scene. <laughs> like when they killed Carlisle. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> right? I'm like cheering people on. I fucking loved it. I get to the end of the book. I'm all excited to wait because it's going to be like 
super descriptive for the battle scene and it doesn't exist in the fucking book. I love that. I am so mad. I gotta do... Right now I'm doing the 3.5 book. You talking about the new one that just came no. out? There was like a 3.5. 3.5. Like the third book. In between the third and the fourth. Yeah. It was uh, The okay. Short Second Life of Bree Tanner. I don't know that one. Okay, you know the vampires... You know the girl that makes all the, the newborns that come after them as an army? Yeah, yep. It's the story of one of the newborns. Okay. So it's the short second life of Brie Tanner. She's made into a vampire. She's a vampire for three months. and <laughs> Dead. I, I'm still going through it. I think the audiobook's only four hours long. Okay. Then there's the new one that came out, which is the whole series from in one book through Edward's point of view. Yep. Yep. So I I'm heard it's really good. I'm wondering if maybe... Because he can see into Alice's head. Yeah. So he, in the end of his book, you might get the battle scene because he would have seen Alice seeing it happen. Maybe. So I'm curious because in the end of the book, she doesn't even show it to uh, the head the head vampire. That I can't think of his name. Something. Yeah. She doesn't even show him the battle scene, which is what makes him change his mind in the movie. Yeah. Because they all fucking die. And I love the scene in the movie where like the three elders there are dying. The one you can tell just wants to die. Yes. The two vampires charge him and he just smiles and puts his arms up waiting to fucking die. Yeah. And they just rip him in two. I'm like, yes! Then there wasn't in the book. I'm fucking pissed. <laughs> it was such a great fight. It's like one of my favorite fight scenes of all the movies I've ever seen. I'm, so... And I avoided Twilight forever. <sighs> I'm finishing up right now um, the Wheel of Time series. Yeah. Uh, I'm on book 14. I only have like... A third, or like a quarter of the book left, maybe, and like people are now starting to die. I'm like, oh no, no. <laughs> oh shit! What were we just talking about? Oh, speaking of people it was dying, so sad. This oh, the new fucking game, Elden Ring. Elden Ring, yeah. George R. R. Martin helped write it, so mm-hmm. it's just gonna fucking suck. <laughs> and it's not. No, gonna... no, the first one's gonna be great. There's gonna be no end though. Ever. <laughs> and then all the subsequent ones after that are just going to be really bad. You're going to get all into your favorite, you know, you're going to be playing your character. The second game will come out, and right when the game I starts, do want to point out, though, will die in the opening I do, credits. I do want to point out all the books that George R. R. Martin has written are good. No. Name which one? Uh, I haven't the read last a lot one. of. I, what do you mean? Blood the, and Blood and Fire? No, the last one that came. It's on my fucking bookshelf over there. The last one. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm mic'd up, so I can't walk over to my bookshelf. So. <laughs> Let me pull it up. Here. I don't read a lot of George R. R. Martin, but what I've heard is all his books are really good. You know, the funny thing is I started Game of Thrones like 20 fucking years ago. A lot of people have. And it's never going to end. <laughs> Dude, how do you think I feel? I don't have it to that extent. Gay? Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have it to that extent, but uh, there's uh, one series I love, The King Killer Chronicles. Dance of the Dragons. Dance of the Dragons. It's Isn't the last prequel? book. It's the biggest book. No, it's in the series. Okay. It's the last one that came out. It's the biggest one in the series. And it's just, I couldn't get through it because it's all about side characters you don't give a shit about. Uh, Tyrion's in it, and uh, Arya are in it, and you don't really hear much about anybody else. Oh, interesting. And I got about like a third of the way through it. I'm like, fuck this book. I can't do it anymore. There is a I don't give a shit about these series characters. that I really love called The King Killer Chronicles. The first one's the name of the one. The second one is A Wise Man's Fear. Um, the third book has yet to come out. The third, the second one was made in 2011, so it's been 10 years. 
since the second book has come out. So we're now 10 years in after the second book, and he has yet to release the third one. We do know he's still working on it because he gives posts about it all the time. Is he a sickly and on the edge of death no. like George R.R. R. Martin? No, no. Guy looks like he's about to keel over at any second. We're never going to get that last. And then instead of writing the last book, he wrote side books. <clears throat> yeah. Onion Knight and stuff like that. Yeah. It'd be like that. Come on, dude. <laughs> Just give everybody the finale. <laughs> nobody liked you're the only one who liked the season finale of Game of Thrones no I you said you liked the ending did I? yeah I don't remember because we I liked were working together it. when it ended I liked parts of the ending there was actually I a didn't... petition for them to redo the ending <laughs> that's how bad it was I didn't like what Jon Snow did I did like that um Bran was the king of Westeros yeah, but the, the whole thing, I mean, a lot of it... But, it, like, there's characters that did things that I didn't agree with. A that lot of it really circled around, uh, what's her face? Daenerys. Yeah. And primarily, if you look at the series as a whole, it circles around Daenerys. Yeah. No. And I, then, like I said, in the little... season finale, like the last one or two episodes, she completely changes her she whole fucking personality. Fucking switches on a dime. Yeah, and it's I bullshit. hated that. It fucking she, ruined it. it. There's people who, like... She turned, she let the craziness in her blood take over the, yeah. the idea. Yeah. And like her father. The character changes drastically, yeah, and I didn't but like so that. so fucking fast. It's so in, ingenuous it's, to yeah, the character. Yeah, so out of character for that. I hated it. Yeah. Uh, I did like Bran being the king. That's what I liked. I didn't like that Jon Snow did what he did. Nothing I didn't like, like having a crippled king. Yeah, it's fine. He's Easy a, to overthrow. Through. <laughs> Why? He can see everything and knows everything. Can't get away from you. Uh, he can warg into a anything and kill you you're walking in with a knife and he sees it coming he's just like fuck <laughs> i just shit my pants i can't do anything just I'm walk into a raven and then fucking annihilate that dude with ravens ravens he doesn't are dangerous. change what do you mean he goes into their minds yes i know that yes but if there's not a warg in the room you're telling me he will not have animals next to him to defend himself he just keeps them around he keeps hodor nearby so he can go into no his he's mind. very much dead <laughs> he just has blue eyes now leave him alone yeah you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, we do have a story that I do need yes, to read <laughs> but can, you, can you imagine that like, before we get into your story it'll take a second can you okay. imagine having the ability to see what's happening mm-hmm. but you're fucking paralyzed and you see your assassin coming and you're just like fuck yeah they just walk up and they just he, well he can warg into people we've seen that yeah but if you get kill him his mind's just gonna be stuck and wandering no, I'm just as saying long as somebody, into the person who's trying to kill I'm you. I'm assuming if there's an assassin coming, they're going to make sure there's nobody nearby that can't be stopped. Warg into the person oh, the assassin, coming to kill you. And kill yourself because you hate being crippled. <laughs> exactly. Fuck you, I'm doing it myself. I hate this life. You can't kill me. I'll kill me. Fuck me. Checkmate, you son of a bitch. Yeah, what are you going to do now, bitch? Then you sit down and you pen a letter to the guy who hired you. Yeah, I fucking killed myself, you dick. <laughs> Uh, we should write a book. I'm in this body. We should write a book. We should we should rewrite classics, any books. Just rewrite books in the way we want. Classics. Like we'll take Lord of the Rings. Yep. And we'll make it like five pages. Yep. That's it. Yeah. They won't walk. Nope. Right when he finds out that he has the ring, he calls in the eagles. They fly right to the fucking mountain before Sauron can make an army. Done. Sauron. <laughs> not Sauron. Uh... <laughs> Sauron. Yeah, well, no, that's not what I was thinking of, right? Or Saruman. The what white. am I thinking of? Yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I had the right guy. 
So that's all you do. Oh, you got the ring. Okay, come here, eagles. Boom, fly right to the mountain. But the eagles couldn't fly in because of the Nazgul. Doesn't matter. There was no army. They can drop him off. And then the at Nazgul the can smell where he's at. And the come eagles in. flew in and got him in the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, but because everything was already dead by then. Not the Nazgul. What do you mean, not the Nazgul? They were still around. They literally they avoided them most of the fucking movie. They killed so many Nazguls. They killed the, the witch queen, the witch king, that fucking guy with the big ass. Well, either way, there's only one that fucking flies. No, there wasn't. The only one I remember is the one that was on the flying thing. No, there was more. Were there? Mm-hmm. I don't remember. It's been a while since I read the book. Yeah, I also But either did. way, you can still... Okay. No, I know. It's so a... It's a <laughs> we'll add an extra step, okay? <laughs> Kill Nazguls, no. then take eagles. You see the ring, uh-huh. you send the guy to get the skeleton army for the Nazguls, then you fucking fly to the mountain. Done. Skeleton. Yeah. Skeleton army. You're, then you're done. That's yeah, it. You're right. But then they have to reforge the sword. So, one more step. Reforge sword, then Why do you th- need to reforge the sword? The sword's how he proved that he was the king of... He doesn't need to prove it. He just gotta go get the fucking army. But they won't... <laughs> the whole point of... They, they won't help him. I thought he forged a sword to prove he was a king to the humans. No, he forged a sword to prove the king, that he was a king to the ghosts. Oh, okay. So, they would yeah. only ever honor their deals with the king. Still, it's like... Because they technically they still owe loyalty It's still like him. a weak process. Yeah. Not weak as in weak, weak. Like, like lengthwise. No, no, no. You're talking about a time Timeline, yeah. A week. He wouldn't have a time to build an army if he did it this way. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> hey so man, many fucking holes. Such a wa- shitty book. <laughs> <laughs> Such a fucking hot so many take. Fucking plot holes. Oh my god, it's a great book. It is. I love fucking that book. <laughs> Literally, I love fucking that book. Uh, uh, I don't like that. Paper cuts everywhere. Just keep going. Why are you getting paper cuts? Because it's a book and it's made of paper. Yeah, but you just put your thing in between two sheets and done. That's how a bitch does it. All right. I fucking forced my way in between those pages. Whoa, that's not... <laughs> that's rape. <laughs> and it's hardcover, so it's nice thick pages. Leather bound. Then I just punched you the book. You into BDSM, aren't you? I just punched a book. <laughs> I need something to drink. <laughs> okay, do your story. Call me daddy. It's a book, Chris. I know. Call me Sormon. Sormon. Do it, bitch. So this is going to be a bit long. This is why we don't have listeners. Yeah, this is why we don't have listeners. So this is going to be a bit long. Hopefully I don't fuck this up. You will. Um, th- I'm going to be doing the Ticky Toby story. Big Ticky Tavy. <laughs> I fucking love that song. It's a book. Uh, not that, but there's an actual song called Ricky Ticky Tavy. My stomach just bellowed. It, yeah. <laughs> My stomach just went fucking all <clears throat> wookie. So this is going to be... Um, covering a lot of things that's kind of sad and cringy, so, yeah. Get out your shotgun time for that 12-gauge lobotomy. (laughs) 12-gauge lobotomy. (laughs) I'm not going to be able to get through this whole story. There's no way. Not if we keep going off these things. Well, if you read... The long road home seemed to go on and on. The road continued to stretch in front... This is going to be like the twilight... Then she went in the door, hung up her coat next to the door, the door. Oh my fucking god, I hated that. (laughs) I I honestly hated the books when I started them. The long road home seemed to go on and on. The road continued to stretch in front of the vehicle endlessly. The lights that shone through the 
Branches of the tall green trees danced across the window in a random pattern, and every once in a while, obnoxious shining, obnoxiously shining in your eyes. The surroundings were full of deep green trees forming a forest around the road. The only sound was the sound of the car's engine as it traveled down the path. Is that really the only sound? Surely there's the wind. The trees. The trees. It's animals. night. Crickets. Animals. Anyways, we're nitpicking. Uh, was traveling down the path. It was peaceful and left... Thanks. Ambience. Yeah. <laughs> Ambience. A serene feeling. Although the ride seems like a nice one, it lacked everything from a nice. What? Seems like a nice one. It lacked every f- form of nice from its two passengers. What? That's a weird ass <clears throat> sentence. Although the ride seemed like a nice one, it lacked every form of nice from its two passengers. That is a weird sentence. It doesn't even make sense. It, um, the middle-aged woman behind the steering wheel had neat, short brown hair that fit her complexion quite well. Yeah? She wore a green V-neck t-shirt and a pair of blue jeans. Diamond-studded earrings decorated each of her ears, which partially shone from behind her haircut. She had deep green eyes, which her shirt brought out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, do you want me to read your story? <laughs> I'm reading it just fine. <laughs> but the further I get into it, I'm like, nah, yes, this was clearly written in the early 2000s. Why? Just like, it's, <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but the way it's formatted, it's just weird. Um, the lighting... referencing Papa Roach. <laughs> Is this Limp Biscuit? The oh, fuck? I saw them. I'm sorry. Yeah, I went to a concert, like a festival, and they were there. So. You didn't go. You didn't go to see them. Fuck they no! Just I went to see corn. It's <laughs> a family value store. Corn and ice cube. Come on, you can't not go to that. The lighting seemed to make them more noticeable. There wasn't any significant about their her appearance. She looked like the broomstick. average mother. What? She looked like a broomstick. You would see on average. TV shows and the like. <laughs> However, the the one thing that made her different than average mothers was the dark bag she had under her eyes. Her facial expression was gloomy and sad, although she generally looked no, that's like pretty much like every mother smiled a lot. I was about to say, I don't know if that's true. That's what Nate's mom looks like. Having to deal with you guys. Hi, mom. <laughs> Does she still listen? No. See, everybody gives up on her. <laughs> she she like, doesn't even support her own she, son. <laughs> she tells me, she goes, I want to listen to some more of Chris's stories. I just haven't listened to your podcast lately. I'm like, his stories? She wants like, to listen to my stories, but yeah, she yeah, doesn't yeah. listen to the podcast. And she wants to listen. She hates hear, your part. Hear more about your ghost stories. And like, he hasn't talked about his ghost stories in a She's while. She's like, just tell me where to stop the, you know, stop the episode when you start talking. <laughs> She would sniffle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. She doesn't like me. <laughs> that's why she has dark bags under her eyes. Yeah, um, spending the nights beating you and not sleeping. She fuck. <laughs> she would sniffle every once in a while and occasionally glare in the rearview mirror to look at her son in the back seat, who was hunched over partially with his arms held tightly around his chest and his head pressed against the cold window. The boy lacked any normal appearance. 
Okay, and anyone could plainly see there was something wrong with him. His messy brown hair. I want to point out though. You're a lazy eye and drooled a lot. Um, there's something wrong with that kid. The character that this will now describe is anything but not normal. <laughs> so, uh, the boy lacked any normal appearance and had anyone and anyone could plainly see that there was something wrong with him. His messy brown hair went every which way, and the eyes went every which way. <laughs> his teeth went every which way. His luminescent light, the luminescent lip, lip, light bulbs all the time. brought out his pale, almost gray skin. His eyes were dark, unlike his mother's, and wore a white t-shirt and scrub and pants. And a long jacket. It had been. Per- <laughs> Thank you. Provided for him by the hospital. The clothes he had worn before were so shredded and blood-stained that they were, weren't were wearable anymore. The right side of his face bra- uh, bared a few cuts along the, with a split eyebrow. His right arm was bandaged all the way to the shoulder, which had been shredded when his right side hit the shattered glass. Yeah. He's just in the backseat of the car all beaten to death. Yep, yep, yep. His injuries appear to be painful when in reality he couldn't feel anything. So this is where the edgy part comes in. I love it. Uh, this was just one of the glories of being him. One of the challenges he had to face while growing up was growing up with a rare disease that caused him to be completely numb towards pain. Never before had oh, he that's had a felt... a cool disease. What? That's a cool... I've seen people with that. Yeah, it is an interesting disease. <clears throat> you can say it's cool. It's unique. How careful you got to be. Uh, never before had he felt himself get hurt. He could have lost an arm and felt nothing. The other ma- major disorder he had faced, which was one of the, which one that he deemed him many insulting nicknames in the short time he had attended grade school before switching to homeschooling, was his Tourette syndrome, which caused him to tick and twitch in ways he couldn't control. He would crack his neck uncontrollably and twitch every once in a while. The kids would tease him and call him Tiki Toby, and they mocked him with X. Ex- ex- wow. I just thought of something horrible. What's that? Imagine if you had glass bone disease. You had the thing uh-huh. where you couldn't feel pain. Yeah. And you had Tourette's. Every time you ticked, you would just shatter a limb and never fucking know it. Not all ticks are physical twitches. No, but ticks. if you had a physical tick like he had. Okay. You know, your neck twitches and you're just paralyzed. Ah, but you oh. don't know. You don't feel it. I think you would know. You would know when your arms don't move, but still. I can't move my arms. That's slightly problematic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. I don't know if ticks are as big of a deal today as they once were. I don't know. They're all over TikTok. I know. I was about to say. <laughs> I've seen so many. Half like, of TikTok is people with Tourette's now. Streamers. It makes me really wonder if how many are faking it. It is possible. Which I hope they're not, because that's shitty to do. Uh, I know a lot of uh, Twitch streamers have become popular. Not just because of their Tourette's. But, yeah. So would they be called Tick Streamers? I don't know if we should... <laughs> I don't know if that's what we should be focusing on right now. And they would mock him with... Ex- uh, I just read this Extreme word. Extreme prejudice. Yes. <laughs> exaggerated twitching and laughing it got so bad that he had to turn to homeschooling it was too hard for him to be in a common learning environment which seemingly every kid poked or more like stabbed fun at him toby uh, stared blankly out the window his face 
It, I read it. I'm like, they put a lot of work into this. Yeah. And when I thought about it, I'm like, hmm. Uh, Toby stared blankly out the window, his face empty of any emotion. Every few minutes, his shoulder, arm, or foot would twitch. Every bump that the car tires hit would make his stomach turn. Toby was the boy's name, and the last time Toby remembered riding in a car was when it crashed. But he doesn't remember how it felt. Yeah. That's all he thought about, unconsciously replaying everything that he remembered before he blacked out over and over again. Toby had been lucky, the lucky one. His sister had not been so lucky when... (laughs) Sorry. I'm just remembering further in the story some other stuff that happened. Um, You've got 11 pages to go through. I know, and I'm on page two. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. You know what? It's cool. It's cool. When he thought his sister came... take a nap. <laughs> when the thought of his sister came, he couldn't help but tears... Uh, help the tears well up in his eyes. The horrible memories replayed in his mind. Her screaming that had cut off when the front of the car was smashed in. It all went blank for a moment before Toby opened up his eyes to see his sister's body. Her forehead pierced with glass shards. Her hips and legs crushed under the force of the steering wheel. And her torso pushed in from the two late inflated bags. And that was the last thing he had seen of his dear old sister. It's a great start. Right? You like it? It's not creepy yet, though. Yeah. It's tragic. And this one Can you is... go to tragicpasta.com instead? Of <laughs> the road home continued on for what seemed like forever. It took so long to get home because his mom wanted to avoid the sight of the crash. When the surroundings gave way to a familiar neighborhood, they... I'm sorry, I have too much saliva in my mouth. They were both more than ready uh-huh. to... Mm-hmm to get out of the car and step back into their own home. It was an older neighborhood with a quaint little house all next to each other. The car drove in front of a blue house with the white window panes. Window panes? I don't think that's correct. It should be panels because the pane is the actual... Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. It's a creepypasta. It's actually a really old one. No, that's not why I'm looking it up. (laughs) Okay. Um... They both quickly noticed the old vehicle that was parked in front oh. of the house and the familiar figure that stood in the driveway. Toby felt automatic anger and frustration take over him at the sight of his father. His father who wasn't there. A uh, what? It says the origin is, the name is actually Ticky Toby, T-I-C-C-I. That's what I said. Yeah, I didn't know if you spelled it. I looked up Ticking Toby to find it. I know, but I don't know if you said that. Did you spend... Yeah, I was just looking Toby. up that name, but you already got it, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have the name of the writer. Okay, so we can shit on them. Uh, they still are active on Twitter and Instagram. On the uh, No Sleep forums. Nope, Twitter and Instagram. They just oh, post a lot of. I was thinking Reddit. They do. They make a lot of art, and they still post art. So yeah. Um, his mother pulled up the car in the driveway beside him, turning off the engine and preparing to step out and face her husband. Why is he here? Toby said quietly as he looked back to his mother who reached to open the car door. He's your father, Toby. He's here because he wants to see you, his mother responded in a monotone voice, trying to sound less shaky. Yet couldn't drive up to the hospital to see Lara before she died. Toby narrowed his eyes out of the window. He was drunk that night, honey. He couldn't drive. Yeah, 
When is he not? Toby pushed the door open before his mother and before his mother and stumbled out into the driveway where he met his father's gaze before looking down at his feet with a stern expression. His mother stopped out stepped out behind him and met her husband's eyes before walking around the car. His father opened up his arms, expecting a hug from his wife, but she walked past him and put her arm around Toby's shoulder and started leading him inside. Got it? I don't know if you're done looking when you're looking up. Um. <laughs> you went down a rabbit hole, it seems like. No, I was looking up the images for the Instagram. My post. Oh, them. okay. I see. I see. I understand. Um, <clears throat> Connie, her husband, began in a raspy voice. What? No welcome home hug, huh? She ignored her husband's obnoxious words and walked past him with her son under her arm. He's 16 and he can walk by himself. His father began to follow them in. He's 17. Connie glared it back at him before opening the door to the house and stepping inside. Toby, why don't you get you... What? Tell me why don't you get you in your room to rest, okay? I'll come and get you when the dinner is ready. The dinner. The dinner. When dinner is ready. No, I'm 16. I can walk by myself, Toby said sarcastically and glaring back at his father before stumbling up to the small staircase and turning into his room where he slammed the door violently. Can you slam the door lovingly? Or anger? Mm. I guess you could slam it angrily. You could. Can you slam it passively? I don't know if you can slam a door passively. Unintentionally, you can slam a door. We're getting back into the Lees again. The L-Ys. <laughs> Uh, his little room didn't have much in it, just a small bed, a dresser, a window, and his walls. Had a few pictures, frames of his family back when they were a family before his father became an alcoholic and acted violent towards the rest of the family. Toby remembered when he was arguing with his mom, he had grabbed her by the hair and shoved her to the floor. And when Lyra had tried to break it up, he pushed her and she hit her and she hit her. Back on the corner of the kitchen counter, Toby could never forgive him for what he did to his mother and sister. Never. Toby didn't care about how much his father beat him down. He couldn't feel it anyways. What he did care about was when he intentionally hurt the one only two people he cared about. And when he was w waiting in the hospital where his sister took her last breath, the only one who didn't rush there was his dad. Toby stood by the window and looked out the streets he could only he could have sworn he saw something out of the corner of his eyes but quickly blame it on the meds he was on oh by the way i should mention uh this is this tiki toby is one of the, like a few characters like the reason why they're really popular and, and and are together in one group is because they're all abducted by slenderman i saw something i said the slenderman connection yes they're all so like a little bit of backstory all these there's multiple characters that slenderman kind of abducts and they're like this like really weird group of like kids who become like family it's really weird and toby's one of them and they all have like really weird and tragic backstories many of the crazy girls are actually killed people in real life they're slenderman yeah it's... well tried to kill someone uh i think people are fucked up yeah um, where was I? Yeah, I always thought about that. It's like, what, what do you think's gonna happen if you go to where Slenderman lives? Slenderman's gonna abduct you. 
and you're now going to be a part of his family. When dinner time had come and his mother called up to him, Toby came down the stairs and hesitantly sat down at the table across from his father in between his mother and an empty chair. It was quiet as his parents picked at their food by Toby, but Toby refused to eat. Instead, he just watched his dad with a blank stare. His mom caught on to his staring and elbowed him slightly. Toby looked over his her at her slightly and then down at his uneaten food, which he still didn't touch. Toby laid in... Ah, yes, I see. Toby laid in B. He laid in what? <laughs> Toby lay in B. Yeah. Use your brain, mate. Use your brain. Toby lay in B. He pulled his covers over his head and started stared at the window. He was tired, but there was no way he would fall asleep. He couldn't. There's too much to think about. This is me every night. I just have so much insomnia. I'm like, hmm, grapes are delicious and raisins are not. So what's the deal about that? Oh, God. <clears throat> it's me every night. Now, I went to a store once. And uh, it was kind of like, you know, those Publix down here. Mm -hmm. Up north, there was Hannaford. It was yeah, I know what Hannaford is. Yeah, it was like the more expensive grocery store. Yeah. Well, they were selling... Dried grapes. No, they were not. Yes, they were. <laughs> I love that. And they were like five bucks. It's like I can go buy raisins for a dollar. Dried grapes. Yes. So raisins. Yes. Very interesting. <sighs> um. Uh, there was no way he would fall asleep. He couldn't. There was too much to think about. He had been debating on whether or not to follow his mother's directions and forgive his father or continue holding a grudge with his boiling hatred he heard his door creak open and his mother pad padded into the room and sat on the bed next to him she reached over and rubbed his back which had been turned which had been turned to her oh the back not the padding uh i know it's hard toby trust me i understand but i promise it will get better she said softly when is it? When is he going to leave? Toby said with an innocent tone and a shaky voice. I don't know if it's innocent. Connie let her gaze fall down her to her feet. I don't know, honey. He's staying as far as I know. She replied. Toby didn't respond. He just continued to look forward at the wall, holding his damaged arm near his chest. I, I don't think the hospital would have let him go without getting like a cast or anything on it, if it's as damaged as he, they make it seem like oh, my daughter broke her leg pretty goddamn bad and they give her what they called an open cast what? the person who does cast wasn't at the hospital that night so they did like a cast just on the back of her leg and the whole top was shown so we had to like, carefully move her so we that's wonky she she shattered, she broke her the lower leg bone, tibia? I don't know it's supposed to be like the strongest bone in the body <laughs> and she and shattered she, it she sheared it at like a fucking like 45 degree angle or something so like she couldn't put any weight on it or it would just slide apart oh that's rough yeah um so I, was, I was fucking I was pissed it's like fucking cast it yeah after a few minutes of silence his mother sighed before she leaned in to kiss his cheeks and stood up to walk out the room good night she said as she closed the door 
Hours have passed slowly and Toby couldn't quite quit tossing and turning every time he let his imagination take over. He could hear screeching of tires and screaming of his sister and he would uncontrollably jerk in bed. He threw off his covers. <laughs> yeah? Yeah? <laughs> he would uncontrollably jerk in bed while thinking of his dead sister. He's his dead sister just starts <laughs> wanking. Sick bastard. He threw off his covers and lying on his back, he pulled his pillow over his head and cried into it. Uh, <laughs> he could hear his own pitiful weeping. Uh, he would have been screaming and crying if... E didn't press his pillow over his face. If he didn't press his pillow over his face. It just says E, though. After a few seconds, he threw the pillow off his head face and sat up, hunched over, holding his head and breathing roughly, tears streaming from his eyes. He couldn't help but cry. It really, it, it, I mean, this is a creepypasta, but it really is just like... Sad and sh sad shitty pasta. life right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't get better. I'll, I'll just let you know right now. Um... He couldn't help but cry. He tried to keep it in, but he couldn't stop the, whi uh, the whining and whimpering as he sat there shaking. He inhaled before he stood up and walked around his bed to the window, peered out, taking a deep breath, trying to calm down. He rubbed his eyes and looked out in a group of tall pine trees ac around across the street. He stopped suddenly, and his gaze slowly centered on something that's standing under the street lamp. He heard ringing in his head, in his ears, and couldn't look away. The figure stood beside the streetlight, about two feet shorter than it. Shorter than it did, long arms draping at its sides as it stares up at him with non-existent eyes. The figure had no facial features to speak of, no eyes, no mouth, no nose. Yet it held Toby's hypnotized stare, seemingly peering into his very being. The ringing in his ears grew louder and louder each second he stared before. Suddenly, it all went black. The next morning... <laughs> oh, I was sleeping. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> Toby woke up in his bed, felt different. He wasn't tired at all. And when he, when he consciously woke up, it felt like he had been lying there awake for hours. He had no thoughts flowing through his mind. He sat up and slowly... Oh, my God. Being a brain dead for like a few hours... He stumbled over to the wall where he stood, and he automatically felt dizzy. He stumbled to the doorway and walked down to the stairs. His parents were sitting at the table. His father was tuned into the small TV that sat on the countertop, and his mother was reading. What is this, the fucking 90s? Who has little tiny TVs at their kitchen countertop anymore? His mother was reading a newspaper. I, she, I do, too. <laughs> she quite uh, quickly looked over. When she felt Toby's presence looming behind her. Well, good morning, sleepyhead. You've been asleep forever. She greets him with a hesitant smile. Toby slowly looks over at the clock and notices that it was 12.30. That's just normal. 12.30. 12.30. I made you breakfast, but it got cold. I was going to wake you up, but I felt like you needed sleep. Her expression fell from happy to worried as her son resisted responding to her. Are you all right? Excuse me. I turned away from the mic to burp, but I realized the mic's the mic on is my shirt. To you now. So <laughs> hopefully that didn't get caught. It wasn't that loud. Toby stumbled over and sat by his father. 
he felt as if he was on idle and had no control over his actions. He was seeing everything he did, but it didn't register in his brain properly. He reached out to his father's arm, but his hand ended up getting slapped. His father turned to him abruptly and pushed his chair over to with his foot. Don't touch my boy. He yelled. I'm just going to give his father a southern accent. <laughs> Don't touch me, boy. His mother stood up. All right. All all right, now, know that off. I think he's supposed to say knock. Knock that off. That is the last thing we need. The days went by, and things continued on as they were. Connie spent most of her time cleaning the house, and her rude husband spent most of his time ordering her around. It was just like how it used to be before the crash. Toby never really left his room. He would sit by his bed and tremble. His mind would wander, but his thoughts changed too fast to remember. He would pace around his small room. I think it's supposed to be pace. Pace around the small room like a cage animal or stare out the window. Unhealthily cycle continued. Connie continued to be pushed around by her husband, being way too submissive to him. Hey man, some people like to be very submissive. I, I don't know if we can kink shame her too early into this. Uh, and Toby <laughs> remained in his room. Before he could think twice, he had begun chewing on his hands. Speaking of, uh -huh. would T Toby have a safe word if he couldn't feel how it was going too far? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good point. Chewing Look, when you see my hands. skin coming off, just stop. Uh, tearing off the flesh of his fingers, he would gnaw at his hands until they bled. I think it's a good indicator. When his mother walked in on him while he was doing so, she reacted horribly. She rushed him downstairs and grabbed the first aid kit, wrapped his hands in bandages. Afterwards, she demanded that he wouldn't leave her side again. Toby isolated himself so much that he grew to hate being around others. His memory grew glitchy as well. I don't know if a memory can become glitchy. I could be wrong. I'm no expert. Um... He'd start missing memories of minutes, hours, days, and so on. He would be, he would begin talking nonsense about things completely unrelated to the conversation. He would have, hey, we, I know people who do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he'd go off about seeing things, shaking, uh, well, seeing things, sharks in the skin and washed the dishes, hearing crickets in his pillow, and seeing ghosts outside his bedroom window. His mother grew so anxious about his mental health that she decided that it would be good for him to talk to a professional about what he was feeling. Connie walked Toby into the building, holding his hand and guiding him in. She walked him up to the front desk and began talking to the lady who sat behind it. Miss Rogers, the lady asked. Yes, that's me. Connie nodded. We're here to see the doctor, Olivia. That says Oliver, not Olivia. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here with Toby Rogers. Uh, yeah, right this way. The lady stood and led them down the hallway. Toby looked at the frame artwork down the hall. Uh, she turned to the sound of the lady's high heels on the hardwood floor. She opened the door to the room and the table and two chairs. If we can get him to sit in here for a few minutes, I'll get the doctor. She smiled and held the door open. Toby stumbled into the room and sat down at the table. He looked over at his mother and the lady before the door slowly shut behind them. I don't know why I'm doing that accent. I don't. 
He looked around the room before he held his tightly bandaged hands and began to bite at the bandages, unwrap his hands, and he was interrupted at the door, swung open, and a young woman in black and spotted dress with light blonde hair stepped in, holding a clipboard and a pen. Toby, she asked with a smile. Toby looked up to her and nodded. Nice to meet you, Toby. My name is Dr. Olivier. What? <laughs> Don't worry about it. She put her hands out in front. This, You know what this reminds me of? When we did the haunted. Just long swaths of information. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Don't worry. I'm on page six, so I'm nearly there. She put her hands out for him to shake, but hesitantly pulled away when she noticed that his bandages... His bandaged hands. Oh, she smiled nervously before clearing her throat and sitting in the chair across the table from him. So I'm going to ask you a few questions. Try to answer them as honestly as possible, okay? She placed her clipboard down on the table. Toby nodded and slowly held his restrained hands in his laps. How old are you, Toby? 17, he responded quietly. She wrote that down on the paper with the clipboard. What's your full name? Toby Aaron Rogers. I can't believe that man has three first names. Toby Aaron Rogers. Could be from Ohio. <laughs> he has a hard enough life. When is your birthday? April 28th. Who is your immediate family? Toby pauses for a minute and answers your questions. My mom, my dad, and he stops. My sister. I heard about your sister, dear. I'm sorry. Her expression faded into a sad pity-filled look toby nodded do you remember anything from the crash toby toby looked away from her and his mind went blank for a moment he looked down at his lap and in the surrounding area he heard a faint ringing sound his eyes widened and he froze in place toby the counselor asked toby are you listening toby felt a shiver toby toby oh boy it's getting real. What's getting real? Just everything's getting real. He's he's hearing ringing noises now. Concussion. Yeah, probably. Realistically, I don't even know if you're paying attention because you've been on your phone this entire time, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what is he doing? No, I'm listening to you while I'm doing this. I don't even know what you're but doing. But I'm trying not to cut in like I normally. No, do, I know because it's a story, and there's time. a lot of it, so I'm trying to get through it as quick so, as possible. Normally, we interrupt the shit out of each other, but they're actual stories this time, so I'm trying not to interrupt. So I'm listening to you while I'm editing the picture for the I, Instagram. I'm learning something. We should never do full stories like this. <laughs> it's terribly boring. We can't cut in. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um, ringing, uh, peering at him, staring, eyes wide, and the ringing gro- growing louder and louder until suddenly the loud voices of the counselor broke his trance. Toby, she yelled. Toby jumped up and fell sideways out of his chair and backed up into the corner. I thought I said, bl- uh, like, blacked out. Backed up into the corner. Dr. Olivier stood up, holding her clipboard to her chest, surprised looking in her eyes. Toby melted. Melt met her eyes and his breath hitched as he twitched. That night, Toby laid in bed. His eyes were dazed as he stared straight up at the ceiling. He couldn't feel himself begin to doze off when he heard the scratching, scattering of footsteps down his hallway. As he sat up and looked towards the doorway, 
his door wide open. There was no light. Everything was lit by the luminescent blue glow of the moon through the window. Leaving a cold lighting, he stood up and slowly made his way towards the doorway when suddenly the door, which previously was wide open, slammed in his face. He gasped and fell back. He was out of... <laughs> the cat keeps jerk, jerking every now and then whenever we make loud noises. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, I heard jingling out there. <laughs> he was out of breath when he hit the ground and began breathing heavily, his eyes wide open. He waited for a few seconds before getting back onto his feet. He reached out and grasped the cold door handle, which his bandaged hands and it... Oh, sorry. It's written weirdly which his bandaged hands had it creaked open and looked out to the door into the dark hallway and tiptoed out of his room. The window at the end of the hallway lit up the darkness with a blue moonlight as he padded his way down. He could hear footsteps rustling around him and faint giggling, followed by a pitter-patter of small feet. Fucking elves. Christmas elves. Which sounds like shelf? <laughs> Oh no It's going to its new location its new hiding spot. Yeah. Which sound like a child had run in front of him, giggling and running around. The hallway was a lot longer than he remembered. It seemed endless. Like the ri- like the ride home from the hospital, he heard the door creak in front of him. Mom, he called in a shaky voice. Suddenly a door slammed behind him and he jumped and turned around. Behind him he heard a long, eerie groan that sounded like a croak right in his ear it was a groan would it sound like a croak so it was a croak it was a croak like a that is a weird way of... <laughs> that's a croak uh, sorry it is, it is a weird way to put it he turned around as fast as he could and was suddenly face to face with an with none other than his dead sister his eyes were were clouded. Well, she did when... croaks. Yeah, her eyes were. <laughs> her eyes were clouded Sorry. white. Her I'll skin just... pale. The right side of her jaw dangling there by its tissue and the muscles and glass <laughs> bordering from her forehead protruding. I'm sorry, protruding from her forehead. Black blood leaking down her face. Her blonde hair pulled up in a ponytail as it was. Always was, and she was wearing a gray t-shirt and athletic shorts. It's kind of raunchy. Which her dirty and spotted with blood. Her legs were bent in ways they weren't supposed to be. She stood emitting a long croaking noise only an inch away from Toby's face. Just just right next to him. I'm like, oh, okay, that's a weird noise. Okay, I miss this up. Ah! He started to crawl back. <laughs> Sorry. Just the way it's phrased is hilarious. Started to crawl backwards away from her, but was unable to break eye contact as he held with her blank dead eyes. He dragged himself backwards until he backed up into something. He stopped for a second. Everything was dead silent. I mean, she she is dead. Um, except for his heavy breathing and crying. He slowly looked up to meet the blank face of a tall, dark flit Flager. Figure. What? None. Okay. I just. Watching you stagger through. I. I'm sorry. The same figure that stood over him now, behind the tall, dark mass, wore 
rows of children looking to to range from three to ten years old. Their eyes completely black and dark. Black blood leaking from their eye sockets. This is, by the way, one of the things that started the people do the whole fucking Slenderman stuff. What? There's just like Slenderman gathering kids to like be a part of his group. That's on this story? Not this one specifically, okay. but like stories like this one. Um, he screamed and stood up as fast as he, he could, only to be tripped by a dark black tendrils that wrapped around his ankles. He fell straight onto his stomach and got the wind knocked out of him. He tried to scream, but he couldn't make a sound. He wheezed out before it all went black. Toby woke up with a start. He screamed out and sat up as fast as he could, completely short of breath. He wheezed out and he and held his chest with the bandaged hands. It was just a dream, just a dream. He laid back down on his bed and rode over on his side. Rode over on his side. <laughs> Sorry. He felt like he felt like against weight had been a giant what? It felt like against weight had been lifted off his chest. Killing me smalls. I know. I know, but look. It felt like against weight had been lifted off his It felt like against weight had been lifted off his chest. A giant? They got autocorrected to against. It's supposed to be a giant weight. <laughs> Trust me, I'm the master of... Yeah, fucking typos. Up. Yeah, so I, I can. <laughs> this read one isn't. This one isn't my fault. No, just, this one isn't. I should have realized it was supposed to be giant. Felt like a giant weight had been lifted off his chest as he looked. As he took in deep breaths, he stood up and. Don't know where I'm at. Stood up and padded over to his window. He saw nothing. Nobody was out there. No ghosts. No figures. Nothing. He heard the rustling. And coughing of his father outside the doorway. His door was closed. He walked over and opened it. Looked out into the hallway once again. He padded. This person really loves that they padded down things or padded into. Which is weird because it's usually for animals. I know. <laughs> he padded down the hallways into the kitchen where he had found his dad standing and having a smoke in the living room. How unsafe and not good. I mean, secondhand smoke is very dangerous. How could you do this? Toby waited for a second and watched him for around from around the corner before a burning feeling started deep within his chest. Deep boiling anger took over him. Overtook him. Okay, goodbye, Chris. I can't believe that. Wow, I can't believe he's leaving me. Why are you going to take a nap? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on page nine. There's only like two more. I can't believe you. I can't believe he's done this to me. <laughs> He's going to miss the best part. This is the part where there's actual people dying. Uh, the, the deep boiling anger overtook him. He heard little imagery voices in his head, imaginary voices in his head. Do it. Do it. Do it. They chanted. He turned away and held his arm. He felt like he actually had control over himself, unlike he did before from the past few weeks since he got home from the hospital. He actually had complete thoughts for just moments before the chanting of the little voices in his head clouded them kill him he wasn't there he wasn't there kill him kill him they continued on toby trembled no no he wasn't going to do it what was he going crazy no he won't kill anyone he can't he hated his father but there was no way he was going to kill him 
That was it. That was the last thought he had before he fell into an idle state once again. The influence of the voices in his head was too much. He began to silently walk up behind his father, reached over to the counter to the knife in the case. In the case? Knives aren't in cases usually. He gripped it in his hand and he felt sensation take over in his chest. He let out a snicker. I'm not going to do the laugh. It's written out. He began laughing so hard that he had to grasp for breath. Gasp for breath. His father turned. I love you. He said, I'm not going to do the laugh. You're not you're the only one in the room. I, I know. <laughs> you're just sitting here by yourself. I'm, I'm not, not going to do the laugh. I'm not going to do the laugh. You could have just said nothing. Nobody would even know. I had to go to the bathroom. <clears throat> yeah, but if they've read the story before or look at the story while I'm reading and they go, motherfucker didn't laugh. Why is he not no, doing I'm the No, I'm talking lap? about like before that when I left to go to the bathroom. You could have said nothing and nobody would have even known. I don't know about that. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. No one would have known you went the to the bathroom. The diet I'm on makes you go to the bathroom a lot. And when you got to go, you really got to go. Piss less, dumbass. How about that? I drank like three cups of water before you got here. <laughs> um, his father turned around abruptly before he felt a brute force shove him to the floor. He grunted as the air was knocked out of him. What? He looked up at the boy who stood over him, grasping the kitchen knife in his hand. Toby, what are you doing? He went to sit up and put his arms out in front of him in self-defense, but before he knew it, Toby was on top of him. He went to grab his neck, but his father reached out and blocked his hands by grabbing onto his wrist. Stop. Get off of me, you little fucker. He yelled with this little... <laughs> Sorry, it's just really funny to me. He yelled with his... Uh, hand he threw off center what what he yelled and with his other hand he threw off a center punch towards toby's shoulder but he didn't stop well i mean it doesn't really matter because you can't feel it <clears throat> yeah yeah he's yeah. gonna have to beat him enough to like break break stuff. shit so he can't move yeah gets the wind knocked out of him pretty easily though quite a bit uh, the look in Toby's eyes was not sane. It looked as if he, a demon had taken control of him. He yelled back and went to stab the knife into his father's chest. Don't say the creator at the end of this. Oh. I'll tell you why I'm leaving. Okay. But his father blocked him. I mean, they can find out who he is anyways, who they are. But his father blocked him and grabbed onto his wrist once again. He went, shoved him. He went. What? He wouldn't shove him back. I guess I was supposed to say. He went to shove him back, but Toby kicked his feet out from under it, from him. Hold on. I'm going to... You're like I'm gonna, choking and dying because of something. Yes. I'm going to finish this, and then I'm going to... I have some like some things to talk about this. Um, kicked his feet out from under him and landed hard. Landed a hard blow straight to his father's face. His father recoiled and pulled his arms away to cut cuff his face but toby got back up and drove the knife straight into his shoulder his father let out a loud cry and went to pull out the knife but before he could toby threw his first straight his fist straight into his face he began to pan pound his fist into his head laughing and wheezing he cracked his neck and grabbed the knife and ripped it out of his father's shoulder he drove it deep into his dad's chest and repeatedly stabbed into his torso blood Billing out and getting splattered everywhere. He didn't stop until his father's body went still. He threw the knife over to the side and leaned over his body, coughing and panting. 
he stared at his father's smashed-in face and sat there, twitching until a loud scream broke the silence. He looked over and see his mother standing a few feet away, covering the mouth, her mouth with tears streaming down her face. Toby, she screamed. What did you do? She cried. Why? She screamed. Toby stood up and began... He's an abusive fuck. Yeah, that's true. He kind of deserved it. Yeah, kind of. Nah, not going to even lie. Kind of deserved it. Toby stood up and began to back away from his father's bloody corpse. He began to back out of the kitchen. He looked down at the blood-soaked bandages on his hands and looked up at his mother one last time before he turned and ran out the house. He ran into the garage and slammed his hand against the control panel of the wall and pushed the button to open up the garage door before he ran out. He noticed his father's hatchet, which had been hanging on the tool rack above the table full of jars filled to the brim with old rusted nails and screws. Who has multiple jars filled with rusted nails? I'll usually have one or two. But we have in the, the shed, we have, or the garage, we have like a shelf with multiple jars. You just full of different types of screws and nails and whatever you need. Hmm. One of the hatchets was new. It had br- bright orange handle with a shiny blade, and the other was old with a wooden handle and an old dull blade. He grabbed both and looked down at the table as he saw... A box of matches under the... Excuse me. I had to burp. Uh, under the table was a red gasoline tank. You mean a jerry can? He was. He held both of the, of the hatchets in one hand and grabbed the matches and gasoline before running out of the garage, down the driveway, up the street. As he approached the... Around sh- a car. Yep. Around the door. The corner. With more doors. Also one the door. One corner. I hate that word. As it, what, caddy corner? Yeah, I always said kitty corner. And everybody's like, down here, like, it's caddy corner. I'm like, what? As okay. he approached the street light that he could see outside of his bedroom window, he heard police sirens in the distance. That's pretty quick. This must not be Florida. <laughs> Wait, no, is he white? <laughs> oh, right. bringing politics into it. Oh, uh, no. As he rounded, as he turned around, the red and blue flashes, the cherries and berries, as we all know, they're called. What? Cherries and berries. You never I heard never that term? Never heard that. Yeah, that's a term for the sirens, the cherries and the berries. I didn't know cherries and berries made noises. Yeah. What's the sound of the siren? <laughs> <laughs> that's what the police sirens are called. The little lights are cherries yeah, and berries. You meant lights. You said siren. No, it's both. You ever heard the screaming of a cherry on Harvest Day? <laughs> yes. As they rightfully... <laughs> he turned around and red flashing lights came rushing down the street. Toby stood there for a second before he pulled open the cap on the gasoline tank and ran down the street, spilling gasoline all over the street after him. He turned and ran into the trees. He poured the last bit of gasoline out before he reached into the pocket, pulled out a match. He struck it against the box and immediately dropped it. In an instant, flames burst around him. The fire caught on the trees and bushes. Man, this guy's a fucking pyromaniac. He's, he's the one who causes the California wildfires. Son of a bitch. Motherfucker. He no longer sat That's his MO. He just runs around with gas, lighting forests on fire. Yep. Uh, trees and bushes around him 
Before he knew it, he was surrounded by fire. The silhouette of the police cars were visible through the flames. As he backed away into the forest around him, he looked around, but his vision had blurred. His heart was pounding, and he closed his eyes for a moment. This was it. This was the end. Toby felt his hand on, felt a hand on his shoulder. He opened his eyes and looked over to see a large white hand with a long bony finger resting on the shoulder. He followed the arm that was attached to the dark, towering figure. I'm on the last page. Are you happy? It appeared to be wearing a dark me. black suit. Its face was... I was... You and mainly the listener. The <laughs> single listener. <laughs> we have more than one. Uh, Not right now, we don't. No. Not during not this. Currently, no. <laughs> not no, during you're this. Right, you're right. Not during this long-ass part. It was... <clears throat> its face was completely black it towered over toby's small frame as it looked down on him tendrils reaching out from its back before toby knew it his vision blurred and he had heard the sounds of ringing in his ears everything went black that was it that was the end that was how toby rogers died a few weeks God, later captain america's son toby <laughs> A few weeks later, Connie sat in, this, in his her sister's kitchen. His sister, Lori, sat next to her, drinking a cup of coffee. About three weeks ago, Connie lost her husband and her son. A few weeks before, she had lost her daughter to a car crash. Since then, she moved in with her sister. The police were keeping her busy. They just had finished cleaning up the case. and The story had been released two weeks ago. The focus of the world seemed to have shifted to completely new stories. Lori switched on the TV to a new broadcast on the TV. This really is the same problem with Twilight where it was like, the TV, and then the TV, with yeah. the TV. I'm like, oh, yes. We get it. You can just use, like, you can the say, Lori switched on, switched the TV on to a new broadcast on on which the news report began introducing the new headline. You don't have where to say, she was watching the news. Yeah, saw the you news. don't have to keep bringing up that this is all taking place on the TV. We get it. It's on the TV. We have breaking news. Last night there have been reports of uh, murder of four individuals. There are no suspects yet, but the victims were a group of middle school kids who had been out in the woods late at night. The kids had been bludgeoned and stabbed to death. The investigators have discovered a weapon at the crime scene. It appears to be an old dull blade hatchet, as you can see here. The pictures have changed to show a snapshot of the weapon exactly as it was left at the crime scene. I don't think they would actually do that. Depends on if it's gory or not. Yeah. Investigators have pulled the name of a possible suspect, Toby Rogers, a 17-year-old boy who had stabbed his father to death a few weeks ago and tried to cover up his escape by setting a fire in the streets. And forced around the area. Kid took off Captain America. Jesus. Christ Although they strong. believe the young boy had died in the fire, investigators suspect that Rogers might be still alive due to the fact that his body was never found. Yeah, that's it. That's so, it. I found so, some interesting stuff. So, you found some interesting stuff. I also want to say it's weird that this. It literally describes him as like. I, you know what I do like about it though? Extreme. What's that? That. So it was eleven pages. Yes. And pretty much ten of it is building the character and yes. description. I yes. like that. It that's why I building really the like character, this character. Building the backstory, and then you give the the murder shit. Yeah. That's kind of why it, it's boring, kind of though. I don't think it's boring. I like how they built it. 
I do like this. This is one of my favorite keep, creepypastas because it was like, there's here's a character. It wasn't just like, hey, Jim guy was like kind of bullied at school. Now he kills people. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's not a good enough okay, thing. Okay, so I... One quick thing. Yeah. What does bother me, though, is the fact that this, this kid who's, I think, described as small, like, small framed and, like, not, doesn't really weigh much, but, like, maybe a buck fifty, and beats up his dad. Who's Captain America. Yeah. He kicks out his feet, his dad's feet from under him, which causes the fall. I'm like, that's hard to do. You have to have some good strength that, like, kicks somebody's feet out from under them. Uh, anyways, that's, that's what I wanted to talk about. What's up? So... As I was putting together the Instagram post for the podcast, mm -hmm. for this episode, I had to find a picture of him, which I found that one. Yep, there's a few pictures of Tiki uh, Yeah, I like this one. There's some on good Creepy ones. Creepypastas Wiki, right? Yep. And I'm reading through it, and it's got biographical information, marital status, single. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. I'm glad. But then you get farther down, and talk about his personality, yep. backstory, disorders. Yes. It says what they all are, though. Okay. So there's... Congenital insensitivity to pain with anhydrosis, which is why he doesn't feel pain. Yeah. Schizophrenia, Tourette okay. syndrome, PTSD, and amnesia after he meets Slender Man. Uh, yeah. So then it shows all his victims. You know, his father, an unnamed middle school kid, another middle school kid, another middle school kid, the well, last middle school kid. Yeah, it was four middle school kids. <laughs> like that. <laughs> then there's trivia. This, I was trying not to laugh at one of these. He's a murderer for fuck's sake. He doesn't love you back. Stop fangirling over him. <laughs> yes. He doesn't like waffles, nor screeches. Just yeah. pictures of him with waffles. Yeah. But here's one that says, Toby's creator, I'm not going to say it, there's actually two listed, has asked to not use him or include him in any fan fiction or involve him with the creepypasta community. That's fair. That's why I said not the name. Well, I, I can only imagine because... Um, well, we can use. I won't say who who makes it, but I do want to point out they they. Their internet handle isn't the same as what it was when no, they posted it. Yeah, that. Is so the that's the one. The, the new one. Yes, it is. Yeah, that's why I didn't say either of them. Yeah, <laughs> the second one you showed me is their new one. Okay. Um. I. It's funny because they probably change it to get away from this, and yeah, then they post it right on the page. Because because I guarantee you. Also, where where I got the story, it links directly to their DeviantArt, their Twitter, and their Instagram. Um, yeah, I had that in the thing, so I figured I'd mention it, and that's so. And then that's I told fair. you not to say his name, um, just in case this is real. I I, I could see it because more than likely, because that the creepypasta fan. Then you get to the, the comments down bit, here. I honestly love creepy creepypastas. I want to be one. Yeah. That's that's the issue with a lot of creepypasta members mm. is they're like kind of <laughs> weird and kind of like not all right. In the edit for the trivia, that trivia thing was where it said not to say them. Mm -hmm. In the trivia edit, it still says the same thing. Interesting. Um, he doesn't like waffles, nor does he screech waffles. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit. Uh, I I think more than likely this person made the story when they were younger and as they got older they kind of were like ah this is kind of cringe i was also like trying to dig for the artist's name that's oh. how i found this page i gotcha so i can credit them on the instagram post i gotcha you could ask me i had it written down no not him the artist, the artist of the, of the picture art I got for the, the artwork yes 
I understand. But that's our second Halloween special. Oh my God! And it it truly is a special because it is because you're special. An hour. You're special to me, Nate. Please stop. <laughs> it is an hour into it. We're an hour and a half into it. That's not bad. It's we've, a special. We've done longer. We have done longer. <laughs> what are we gonna do next week? Um, I don't know. Oh, we have a new thing we're gonna be doing though. The last Friday of every month, we're going to be doing a monthly roundup. Yep. Where we're just kind of, kind of talk about either if something's changed in the cases, new things that have occurred, or just random shit. Yeah. Kind of like we're, taking, what we we're kind of taking our old or our other podcast that we don't do anymore and bringing it into this one to make it a little bit. That way, we also don't have to talk for forty minutes at the beginning of every episode before we start the yes. actual stories. We but we still will. We will, of course. We still will. We'll just lower it to like 20. What we should do is like in the description, put where the stories actually start as like a timestamp. <laughs> Wouldn't be a bad idea. But, but that would even help because we'll start one and then we'll get two sentences in and I'll then we'll put, go off I, on another tangent. Timestamp for each part each of the story. ramble. Yeah. From here to here is a story. From here to here is the second part of that story. <laughs> okay, so. It's great formatting. Our. That'd be a pain in the ass. It would be. Our, if you want to contact us, our email is arcanumobscuracast at gmail.com. Twitter is at arcanumobscura. Instagram is arcanumobscurapodcast. And the telegram is at arcanumobscura. I have something interesting to say before I get off here. What's that, buddy? So lately, when the school's been calling me for anything, like the bus is being late, mm-hmm. they call two times in a row. Okay. They'll call, and I'll cover my watch, or I'll hit the button beside mute the phone. Yep. And then it calls again right away and then leaves a message. The second phone call today came from Vietnam. Did it now? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I'm not answering that. I don't know anybody from from Vietnam. Yeah, sure enough. And then the That's... voicemail left was the bus garage. <laughs> I'm like, the person from Vietnam left a voicemail? I'm not going to understand this. And then I listen, I'm like, why is, wait a second. Hold on No wonder second. why the bus is going to be late. It's a long <laughs> drive. They're a bit out of, you know, it's not a, exactly where you're supposed to be. Yeah, that's a weird little glitch from the phone company, I'm assuming. Maybe. Okay, well, you they're know, using you ads. enjoy the podcast, because they're, they're downloading music and they don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> I've yet to bring that up to that person, but I'm keeping it as evidence. <laughs> and I want to bring it up to them and make In fun of them. In case you're on hard time and you need 10 grand. Uh, yeah. And it's funny because that person is actually extremely smart and she actually got into a very you're gonna get a good law school. Yeah. You're going to be like, look, I am 42. I am still a virgin. Sleep with me or you're disbarred. <laughs> yes. That's, it's that's my blackmail. Yes, it's my blackmail. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I'll see you next week. Uh, also, if you enjoy the podcast, please rate, follow, review, and Stuff share, like that. share, 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 share. Don't even share; just fucking tie people down and make them listen. Yeah, but that's share. That's different. Chair. Yeah. Chair. 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 Oh, okay. Chair. All right. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye.